0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. When Mayor Lightfoot leaves office this spring, it's unclear what will become of one of her signature programs, Invest Southwest. That project aimed to pump hundreds of millions of dollars into 10 neighborhoods on the south and west sides to help reverse decades of disinvestment in those communities. But regardless of what the next mayor decides to do, that type of work. Will continue through the Chicago Architecture Center. The group's Come Home initiative is working to transform vacant lots in neighborhoods like Bronzeville, Woodlawn, and Humboldt Park and create new models for so called middle density housing there. Here to tell us more about the project is Chicago Architecture Center CEO Eleanor Gorski. Welcome to Reset. Thank you. So tell us more about Come Home. How is it going to work? So come Home has three
1: phases, and the first phase we just completed, we had a great celebration on Tuesday night where forty two architects responded to a call to design innovative new innovative new architecture for single family two flat, three flat, and six flat structures that would infill um, Chicago neighborhoods. And those designs then will be taken to the development community, emerging developers that are based in these neighborhoods, and we will match them with the architects And then these designs will be built on lots that are contributed by the Cook County Land Bank and the City of Chicago in these neighborhoods. And we also have some financing partners that we're working on bringing to the table. Which neighborhoods are we focused on here? There are six neighborhoods, and I have to say I don't have the list in front of me. Okay, but um, Bronzeville is one that I
0: mentioned before, Humboldt Park, Woodlawn. I think we've got uh, Auburn-Gresham on the list as well. Yes, there are two on the west side and the
1: four on the south side. Nice. Um, so a good um, a good distribution. And within each of those neighborhoods, we have a grouping of lots. So these aren't just scattered throughout these communities.
0: So as we mentioned, you're, you're focused on um, creating more options in Chicago for, quote, middle density housing. Yes. What is that? and And why does Chicago need it? You know, you can look at that in a few different ways.
1: One, the neighborhoods we're looking at are kind of in the middle of the city. They're not on the very edge like a Beverly, and they're not really close to downtown, but they're kind of in the middle of the city. And this is where a lot of middle-income Chicagoans grew up. Um, In addition, you can also look at it. As these are neighborhoods that have had some demolitions, some teardowns where you may have some missing teeth within a block and we're filling in the missing density within those neighborhood blocks. And then finally, this is a competition and a construction program that's not just new construction for single-family houses, but we're really looking at the traditional Chicago-style architecture of two flats, three flats, and six flats. So it's building up that density and creating some institutional wealth for people who buy those properties. So if this is going to be affordable housing? Um, it is not affordable as defined by, say, the federal or the housing department, but is affordable for those neighborhoods. Can you share
0: how much they'll cost?
1: Yeah. I'm very careful to say that because just as we have six neighborhoods distributed around the city, each neighborhood has their own price point, right? So we need to look at the price point for each neighborhood and what is affordable to a typical buyer in that neighborhood. So I'm hesitant to give a blanket This is what they're going to cost. And plus, you have different products. You know, obviously, a two-flat is going to cost more than a single family oftentimes because then Mm -hmm. you have rental income that helps offset the mortgage. And
0: I'm no architect, of course, but I'm having trouble imagining a new form of housing, right? Uh, How out of the box and creative are you hoping the architects get here?
1: Well, luckily, you can go online and see because the CAC has created a website to look for public comment back. If you can't make it downtown, we have an exhibit up now until the end of March. But please also go to ChicagoArchitecture.org, and you can see all of the designs on our website and provide comments. But I would say I am so pleasantly surprised that these architects were very thoughtful and looking at the neighborhoods in which they were designing – figuring out what is a good shape, a massing that fits in with those neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. and also looking at what a row house looks like, at what a two-flat looks like already in Chicago. How can they innovate? And I will say one that is by an architect from the west side. He designed a front building and a rear building. So instead of a two-flat where you have one above the other, he created two separate structures on one Chicago lot, and it meets zoning already it is ready to go. Plus, it has a two-car garage. So it's just looking at what we already have and how to make it work with how people may want to live
0: differently today. We know housing is just one form of economic development, right? How do you see better housing options? How does that fit in with strategies like investing in commercial corridors or you know, jump-starting small businesses, things like that?
1: Well, you know, what What retailers look for when they come into these neighborhoods is the rooftops. How many customers will they have? What is the purchasing power of a neighborhood? So in order to populate those commercial corridors, they need to have people who will, you know, patronize the businesses. So they need to go hand in hand. And... Um, The other reason why we are interested in pursuing this project is, one, to shine a light on the design legacy of Chicago. And we've always been innovative when it comes to these types of issues. But two, this is um, a cry for more affordable housing. And again, when I say affordable, it's also for people of um, just middle income as well. And folks that maybe aren't finding new construction that, again, they can move into in these neighborhoods where they may have had family that lived previously.
0: Yeah. Well, earlier this week uh, on Reset, we talked about the city's plans to bring affordable housing to uh, LaSalle Street downtown. Uh, And it got us wondering a lot of things. But one key question we had was, you know, will there also be affordable grocery stores and affordable shops and affordable services downtown as well? Talk to us a little bit, uh, Eleanor, about what makes a thriving neighborhood. What are the essential elements? What do you need? Well, you're exactly right.
1: Those are the things that you need. And, uh, you know, again, I, I think that using affordable um, it has many different connotations. But let's just start with a grocery store, you know, um, and a grocery store that your particular population will want to go to. Um, again, in every neighborhood in Chicago, everyone has their particular meat market or, you know, the produce person or some people just like to go to the regular supermarket. I think that's very you need to be mindful of that when you go into communities and also support that Um, so this project is being supported by the chicago community trust Mm -hmm. who's interested in exploring this particular housing issue i think that what you're describing are planning areas that the city can support we can have private philanthropy um, support and also financial partners that have deep roots here in Chicago. Um, we are looking to them to create programs to support this particular effort, but you know they've been involved in others as
0: well. Yeah, I'm curious. Why make "Come Home" a, a design competition mm-hmm. instead of just asking for you know, RFPs?
1: Um, because we really want to open up this world to architects. I, I just heard David Chipperfield, who won um, you know an award and a, a, a large award in the architecture community, saying architects want to do more. And I think we want to provide the opportunity for architects to give back to these communities, and they are interested in helping with these social problems. So we want to provide the vehicle to do that. Plus, at the CAC, it's our mission to connect the general public with design. So that's the perfect lane for us to be in and to connect these two different um,
0: constituencies. This is Reese, I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking with Eleanor Gorski, who's CEO of the Chicago Architecture Center. The organization's got a new project called Come Home, and it's aiming to help reverse decades of disinvestment in communities on the city's south and west sides by transforming vacant lots and just rethinking housing options in those areas. Eleanor, you recently served in the uh, Chicago Department of Planning and Development under Mayors Lightfoot and Emanuel and Daly. So talk about how your experience in city government, you think, might help shape your views on how to best drive investment in areas that just don't see it often. You know, my roles in city government were
1: varied, so I think I do have the ability to see certain problems from different angles. Okay. Um, And I spent a lot of time in the different neighborhoods in Chicago looking at historic housing stock and working with community groups. So I'm, I'm thankful for all of the experience that I can bring to the Chicago Architecture Center. And I'd like to see us focus more on projects like this, again, connecting the neighborhoods, the community groups with the um, advantages and the um, programs of the city and, again, philanthropy. Um, as for tackling specific economic development issues, I think that you were spot on asking You know, there are a lot of things that need to be involved in this. And that's why
0: we have a Department of Planning to hopefully tie together all of those pieces. Yeah. Do you see Come Home as, is it a continuation of Mayor Lightfoot's Invest Southwest? Or is it maybe a corollary to it? You know,
1: Invest Southwest, as, you know, folks know it, was focused on the commercial corridors in certain areas. And it is not meant to just be limited to that. Um, as I explained, you need a density of a population to support those corridors. So it was always envisioned to include housing and to expand housing choice in these neighborhoods. And then, of course, the schools and grocery stores need to be tackled. But there's only so much that Mm -hmm. you can do at a time. Um, So I do see it supporting that effort, certainly. Um, As for, like, the branding or who's in office, I think that these are issues that transcend every administration that you've just listed. And we just need to
0: keep plugging away. Well, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. We'll have a new administration in place in, gosh, a little over two months So what's your plan then for working with a Mayor Vallis or a Mayor Johnson? Um, The same as working
1: with the other administrations. You know, I think that um, we at the CAC bring a lot to the table where we're able to add to the communication between the city and the communities, as well as have a whole design community willing to serve, who ends up being, as Lee Bay said, the ultimate architect of the city, I think, was his um, editorial this weekend. And we're, we are eager and willing to work with whoever takes office.
0: So uh, WBEZ surveyed all nine mayoral candidates on, on whether they would continue Mayor Lightfoot's Invest Southwest program. Uh, back then, both Paul Vallis and Brandon Johnson said that they would not Last night I think we heard in the debates that they've said that they they will. What do you make of that switch? Um again I I'd like to
1: kind of get away from the branding. This is economic development. These are helping under this is helping underserved neighborhoods no matter what you call it. And we absolutely need to keep moving forward as a city. Um, and it may change a bit. You know, of course, everyone wants to put their stamp on things. But I also remind, want to remind folks that construction projects have a different timeline than uh, mayoral elections. You know, so you, you'll see a large project that will take a year and a half to get permitted. And that's not just Chicago. That's throughout the country. Right. And then you actually need to start construction. You know, so... Uh, projects take a long time. And um, so I see this extending simply because the momentum needs to keep going
0: with the projects already um, that are on their way. And just getting back to come home, you've mentioned a few times as we talk about who we're targeting here, um, middle income earners, right? So just remind us what that income bracket is. Correct. Um, Again, I would say that it would vary
1: um, according to neighborhood, but I would say we're targeting, I'm going to say less income and more type of jobs. Teachers, okay. firemen, postal workers, folks that um, maybe work um, in transportation, distribution, and logistics, um, uh,
0: you know, that, that that group of folks that, again, yeah. middle income. And how soon can folks uh, who live in these targeted neighborhoods expect to actually see the project come to life? Well, as I said, these are going to be th- there are three phases to this project.
1: Right. We're hoping to get through the actual picking developers and conveying the lots. I would say by midsummer. Okay. And then we do have the cooperation of the Department of Buildings. They are a partner with this.
0: Yes, the city's on board and is uh, committing to delivering thirty to a hundred units right of housing in those neighborhoods.
1: Yes. Um, I will say, however, that these are projects that are conceived to also be privately financed. And that is why we are working with private lenders. So again, um, I think that the more we can get other outside folks like philanthropy, private industry to help with these projects, the more successful they'll be. And we'll be able to multiply even uh, more quickly. But to answer your question, I'm hoping by the fall we'll see some groundbreakings.
0: Eleanor Gorski, CEO of the Chicago Architectural Center. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you.